My guest today is Megan Walker. Megan joins me from Market Savvy in Brisbane, Australia. Megan, welcome to the show. Hi, Wayne. Thanks for the opportunity. Can you talk to us for a little while about the services you offer to the market and maybe who your customers are? Sure. So we chose the name Market Savvy because we believe in doing business more smartly, more, you know, a, a clever approach. So our services involve marketing and business advice and delivery. Our clients are health practices and health organisations and the not-for-profit sector. So typically we will help those organisations better market themselves, achieve a stronger brand, more brand awareness, more inquiries and better commercial outcomes. Now in the health sector, that's a really big sector. It goes from, you know, um, the, the kind of um, neighbourhood general practitioner through to multi-billion dollar hospitals. Do you cover the whole sector? I have got a background in hospitals myself, marketing in hospitals, and also in medical research institutes. I've got a couple of those clients at the big, e big end, um, but my, I suppose I have to be honest, my favourite space is the allied health practitioners. So I love helping out the one to 10 size um, outlets of psychology practices, podiatrists, audiologists, speech pathologists, etc. And the poor old allied health practitioners are always the kind of poor cousins in this mix, aren't they? Often, and marketing's become a real um, urgency for those guys. They're business owners. They really are SMEs, um, small to medium sized organisations, and they have an absolute desperation to market effectively and properly to get referrals and new patients. And Wayne, I think that's become more urgent in probably the last 18 months, two years, because of the corporatization of GP practices, where we're now seeing a lot of allied health become in-house. So how does the one-man band podiatrist down the road get his business, feed his family? And that's where I do a lot of my work. Now, in that allied health professional, you mentioned speech pathologists and podiatrists and I guess radiologists and occupational therapists. Um, there's a big list. Yes, audiologists, psychologists. They actually basically have the same marketing requirements. They need a really good website that is now we're finding GPs aren't referring specifically. Um, you know, a few years ago, you'd go to your GP with a sore knee. They'd say, here's two or three physios in the local area that we recommend. Now they're really saying to patients, you'll need about six treatments for that knee. Um, go on to Google and find a physio in your local area. So the prevalence of um, an allied health practitioner having a really good website has suddenly become far more urgent than it used to be. And not only the quality of the website, but being found. So, you know, it's, it's not the old brochure that you just do up 10 years ago and, and leave, leave it sit there and hope no one looks at it. If you don't have physio, therapy, North Shore or wherever you are, you're, you don't exist. Yep. So, yeah, the Google factor is, is really hitting those guys hard. Yes, Google's um, uh, a kind of interesting monster these days. It's much more an advertising engine than it is a search engine in my view. And if you're not going to spend a lot of money um, advertising directly on it, you have to be very good at making sure your media content reaches all of the needed requirements. There's over 200 signals in Google now, and you really do have to pay attention to what they require if you want to be on the first page. Absolutely. 
the other thing when you said before, you know, that the Allied Health are diverse, um, you know, they all need a really good website. They all need really good search engine optimization. They also need to have a absolute 10 out of 10 referral program for mm. their GPs, for specialists and for patients. And, you know, again, they haven't had to think too much about that in the past. 80% of their referrals came from GPs and that's not the case. They need to know how to ask a patient to refer to friends and family. So it's, it's yeah, there's a lot, lot of work that needs to be done on the marketing front for allied health. You're certainly in an interesting field there. You mentioned some research institutes too, Megan. Yes. So I've done a lot of work with um, the Wesley Research Institute and I do work with QUT, the Institute of Health and Biomedical Innovation. And we do work in the area of wound care and progressive neurological disease. And um, yeah, again, all situations that require, you know, there's a target audience out there that they need to reach for either a commercial exchange or for fundraising. So some of those health traverse into the not-for-profit sector and, and they have an objective of raising philanthropic dollars. And, and a lot of the time, that's really about the messaging because... Uh... Um, if your message is not out there, it's unusual for people to seek you out to give you money. Absolutely. And the type of events you have that support that, who you know, how you, you know, garner the hearts and minds of foot soldiers to create a fundraising team that's working the community and working high net worth givers. Absolutely. It's actually, there's quite a lot of strategy that needs to go in behind that. It's, it's not just spray and pray. Once upon a time, I was a nurse, but that's like a lifetime or two ago. And, uh, and and when you talk about spray and pray, that reminds me of our use of topical antibiotics 40 years ago. That was pretty much how we did it. That would be the equivalent of, of marketing by um, PR and, you know, billboards. And um, you would kind of call that a bit more the spray and pray of marketing world. Some of that hope for the best. And you mentioned also you handle some big hospitals. Yeah, I do have done some work with big hospitals in the past um, and also uh, private health funds as well. So we've done some work there. And lots of people don't, uh, don't often think about a hospital as employing maybe 10,000 people, but for big hospitals, that's the kind of numbers they're employing. And I guess there's a marketing issue, not only internally, but externally uh, as to how that hospital sits in its community. Most definitely, definitely. Uh, it's, a, it's a sale that is 100% trust-based and where people are making decisions about clinical procedures, the name and the reputation that they stake that decision on. In your business, are you looking to grow at present and, and actively seeking new clients? I am. I am working smarter, not harder in my business and I'm looking at ways that I can deliver lower cost high impact services to clients. I've been very dedicated over the last two years to looking at products that will achieve those SEO and website outcomes for clients that don't cost what they used to. You know, clients don't necessarily have the big dollars to spend every month in the traditional way that, that marketing and, and PR agencies used to charge. Um, they're looking for services that are a lot lower to the ground and nimble and automated and, and that's the space that we're very much heading into. And what's the best way for people who might have seen you on the program today to get in touch with you? Oh, give me an email, um, megan at marketsavvy.com.au or visit my website, which is marketsavvy, two Vs in savvy, although they'll be intelligent listeners, Wayne, I know how to spell savvy, um, marketsavvy.com.au and um, yeah, drop me an email and we can talk further. It's been a pleasure having you on the program, Megan. Thank you for your time today. 
Thanks for your time, Wayne.